Wallabies are back in action. Uh, victorious last weekend over in the West, Andrew. Uh, mm. Optus Stadium. Jeez, it looks great at night time, doesn't yeah, it, with does, the lights. Yeah. Yeah. They're back here at, at Suncorp on Saturday night. They've won their last 10 test matches. Mm. At Suncorp Stadium. I think they should play every test there, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Tim Hoare and former Wallaby joins us now to preview. Tim, good morning. Morning, guys. Yeah, it'll be interesting, won't it, on Saturday night? Of course, I think there's about 45,000 tickets sold already, so it'll be close to a sellout. And as you mentioned, it's a pretty good cutting ground for the Wallabies at Suncorp Stadium. And after that first test match over in Perth, which was an amazing atmosphere, and to get the first one away, I think Eddie Jones' England team will be ready to try and turn the tables. Well, let's start with, with England. Eddie Jones, the coach, Tim, said their their new attacking system just didn't come together at all for them. Uh, yeah, Jamie George, their hooker, said they didn't throw a punch. He thought they were weak up front. You were there. What did you think? Oh, I thought the first 25, 30 minutes for England were brilliant. The, the way they their forward pack punched through our defensive. I didn't break the defensive line, but certainly bent the defensive line. And I, I was quite worried after 25 minutes. I thought, Eddie's got a game plan here to really worry us. And but I think that's where the Wallabies won the match, was probably that back end of the, the first half where they weathered all the pressure from England. Um, got to six all, going in six all at half time. You can see the looks on the face of the Wallabies going, wow, how are we level in this game? And you go into the sheds and Dave Rennie has his speech and says, guys, just be patient and this will come. We have that lot of ball and about 35% possession in that first half. So they're always going to get more ball in that second half. And Samu Karevi, Marika Korobetti, um, Cade Neville on debut, they were brilliant. If anything could go wrong for the Wallabies, it seemed to go wrong in that first half, Timmy. You lose your 5-8 before play even starts. You've got to bring a young man in and that some say that actually helped him. You then have your fullback break his arm. It was a horrendous injury. You lose one of your front rowers to concussion and then a red card to one of your locks. So they were able to overcome that. I think that's just as impressive uh, itself against a very good England side. Yeah, I spoke to Dave Rennie yesterday and he said, well, we were so impressed with our bench that came off. You know, Geordie Pattaya as well, obviously came on reasonably early after Tom Banks' injury and um, he said, that's what we plan to do. That's why we have a bench and a really strong squad to, to be able to do that. So, yeah, he was impressed by that. Um, I think right across the board, but but then you look at England, you look how, you know, Owen Farrell, I'd say they'd pick him again at 12. He's got to, in my opinion, probably carry the ball a bit more to, to give Marcus Smith at fly half a few more options, um, similar to what Samu Karebi has done for Noel Olaseu. Noel was brilliant. And he's um, you know, been managed really well by the Brumbies this year. They've made sure that he's had a couple of weeks off, but also made sure that when the big games are on, whether you're playing you know, big New Zealand teams, he, he was playing at fly half and getting that experience. Now, Tim, one Australian who won't be there is, of course, um, Darcy Swain, who was uh, sent off. Um, what did you make of it, and was the punishment, do you think, fitted the crime? Yeah, I think it was fair. It, it was six weeks downgraded to three, then downgraded to two. Um, not sure. They just don't say it's two weeks. <laughs> That's it. But he, um, yeah, it was probably the right call. Um, and Darcy, he'd be really upset with himself that he got drawn into Hill and what what he was doing to him. And it's great to be confrontational. And I love what Darcy Swains does on the field. He's a wonderful player. And he, he is the future of that forward pack for the Wallabies for the next five or six years. So, unfortunately, going to tip these next two test matches on the sideline, but he'll learn from that. Um, but, yeah, we'll move on. I thought uh, Matt Phillip, when he came on, he was pretty good. Timmy, just some individual performances before we get to the Wallabies. Tom Curry, who some will say is their, their best player playing in the back row there, didn't return after half-time. Do we know the situation with Curry? Is, is he available this weekend? 
No, he's out. So he's um, concussion. So he's gone back to England or going back to England. So he'll be missing. Um, so there'll be a few changes for England um, this weekend. Also, you know, a few changes for the Wallabies. Alan Otoa has to sit 12 days out for his concussion. Uh, of course, Quade Cooper won't be there. Darcy Swain won't be there. Tom Banks won't be there. So... Um, when the Wallaby side gets announced this morning, you'd expect a couple of changes, uh, probably four or five at least changes in, in their 23. One player that stood out for England to me, and it was only, he only made his debut in the last couple of minutes, this Henry Arundel. It looks as though he's a very exciting attacking talent. Scored a try and set one up. Yeah, he's a wonderful player. He's, he scored a try over in the UK Premiership. He ran 105 metres and beat, beat about 10 players. But he, yeah, wonderful player. He was a development player for England uh, a year ago. So uh, he's come through the ranks, the academy ranks. So, yeah, wonderful player. And you can see what, that, you know, those last two tries, you could see what England can do over a couple of minutes. So um, there'll be a difficult one again on Saturday. OK, so you made some mentions there. We've got a couple of injuries and a, and a red card and a player that won't play. So does Taniela Tupo come into to this test match? Is he fit and available to go? Yeah, definitely fit. Um, just for precautionary that first test match because they wanted to get his fitness up because when you injure your calf, it's difficult to really get your, your running legs up. So he'll he'll come into the team. Um, whether he's in the 23 or start, I'd suggest he's probably going to come off the bench. I'm just not sure, but he'll definitely be in the 23. Um, and, um, you know, probably James Slipper, you know, may start or depends. They've got so many options now. That's a, a good thing for the front row for Australia. So does Andrew Callaway, do you think he will, will revert to 15 like he did when Tom Banks came off and Jordan Pattaya keep his wing spot? We've also got James O'Connor there as well. Oh, I think Geordie Pattaya, I, was a, I thought what Dave Rennie did for Geordie Pattaya, put him on the wing where he was comfortable, was uh, was really important because, and it was a masterstroke by the coach. And I, I looked in the commentary box, everyone looked at each other and thought, Geordie would have to go to 15. But, um, yeah, if you notice to see what happens in the 15 jersey, I'm, I'm hearing there might be a couple of injuries in the back line. So Geordie Pattaya might go back to 15. Um, and, you know, he, he played about four or five games there for the Reds this year. So he's got a little bit of experience. So... Um, interesting to see what side they select. What do you think of uh, the development of uh, Pattaya, Tim? I mean, uh, he's still only a young man, 22, but when he first came in, there were sort of lots of mistakes, which I expect you expect from a, a younger player. But is he getting closer and closer, you think, to being the finished product? Yeah, had a lot of injuries early in his career. Um, had a Liz Frank fracture, uh, had a hamstring injury. Um, so he, I think now, it's a bit like that analogy, he's been in the nets for so long, and now at least he's out in the middle playing some games and you need he needs you know from now to the world cup not to be injured and go right through and he'll be in your back three in the world cup in 15 months time and timmy uh we saw samu karevi uh yeah kick the ball a fair bit in the second half for the wallabies not usually part and parcel of his game but was he doing that to take pressure off noah lolosio do you think or it's just something that he, he wanted to showcase his skills as well I think he probably got surprised himself with a few kicks, Samu, but um, I think he's really developed his game the last um, couple of years, and he, he understands, you know, what what he, how he's got to take pressure off Noah and the 10, so uh, he's probably learnt that playing in Japan, so he, he was brilliant again. And are we going to see any more Queenslanders in the Wallaby 23 rather than just one when we return to Suncorp <laughs> on we, Saturday we, night? We, we try and claim Samu, don't we, even though he's overplaying in Japan, so... Uh, yeah, there might be another one, but uh, it'll be interesting the side gets announced this morning. So Dave Rooney's got a good squad, so um, he'll give a couple of players an opportunity, one, because there's some injuries. OK. Any changes to the back row, do you think? Not sure. Um, Rob Liotta came off reasonably early, so 
Um, not sure what they'll do. I'd actually stick with it. I thought it was a really good back row, so I'd stick with it, but um, time will tell. Okay, and uh, we won't ask you who you think will win. Basically, the Wallabies by how many? Uh, one will do, boys. <laughs> <laughs> one will do to take a series against Eddie Jones. Timmy, if Eddie comes away without a, a series victory here, if he doesn't win these ne- next two tests, does he keep the coaching job there for England going forward? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, he does. He's Well, I think so. He's under a lot of pressure in the UK. Um, but, you know, he's the best coach for the job. You can't change your coach 15 months out from a World Cup, I don't think. I think he's... You know, if he loses 3-0, there'll be some pressure coming from the UK. But I think Eddie's just got to get, you know, his job done on Saturday night and then worry about that. But he's he wouldn't be too worried about that, I don't think, even though he lost a couple of games in the Six Nations. Um, he's the man for the job. Good on you, Timmy. Really appreciate your time this morning. Oh, just a quick one. Does Ireland bounce back against the All Blacks? No. All Blacks too strong again. <laughs> and I see South Africa have made 14 changes against Wales. I know. That was, gee, Wales were very good. They should have won that test match, though. Um, but it was a wonderful game to watch. They were ahead nearly all the way, Wales, until penalty try at the end, and then they kicked that penalty to win it. So, um, yeah, 14 changes. They're trying to get themselves right for the World Cup in 15 months as well with some depth in their team. Well... To me, I, I think a, a lot of Wallabies fans uh, yeah, were really pleased with that performance on Saturday night over in the West because we haven't had a great record of late against England. They'd had eight in a row against us under Eddie Jones, so we've broken that hoodoo. Hopefully, we can go 2-0 up back at Suncorp Thanks, Stadium. Yeah. Good on, good no on you, Timmy. See you, guys.